Hi, Kelly. Hi, Marty. This is actually the the real, real last episode the, of Owner's Hour. The real, real last one. Because I think once people hear the bonus episode from last time with um, our guest Donna, we actually did sort of say, uh, oh, have a Merry Christmas, kind of might have given people the impression that that was it for the year. But we snuck an extra one we in. snuck one in. <laughs> We're recording a, a bonus bonus. <laughs> a bonus bonus episode. This is the last episode. But for real life, the last one, yep. For reals. So I want to talk a little bit about some certification just to tie up some, I guess, loose strings from our chat with Donna. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's do a 2022 wrap up. Let's do it. As scary as that is. I I've said this before, I'm still living in 2019, but I will catch up. Yeah. So let's wrap up 2022 okay, so let's I can do that. catch up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, let's get into it. <laughs> Hearthstone Legal presents a real talk of the good, the bad and everything in between. For all things business and construction law, whether it's navigating a dispute, the QBCC or guidance on a contract, we give you a rundown of some of the do's and the don'ts. These are digestible chats on topics that you might hear in our office of an afternoon. Daunting? Not anymore. Here's law clarified. Cool. All right. So um, you weren't here the day that we chatted with Donna, but um, we did. I did do that. I tried to do the best I could on my own. <laughs> um, but afterwards, one thing I realised, Kel, was... It was actually exactly what it was meant to. We had a really great chat about Donna, who um, works in certification, you know, a a very predominantly and historically male-dominated area of of the construction industry. And so we had a chat about that and it was quite um, woman-centric discussion, Mm -hmm. you know, focusing on women and some of her experiences. Yep. What I realised afterwards... um, I didn't actually really touch too much on what certification actually is. The the process. The process. The the And how it fits into the field project. Yes. Because as I said to Donna many, many moons ago when you and I are at the former BSA, now the QBCC, I had absolutely no clue. Well, when I started there, I had absolutely no clue about building full stop. Mm. But on the, you know, very steep learning curve climb, I then heard about certification and that's really where I started to understand what it was all about. But I I, I just don't think people factor in, in their mind, when I'm building a house or I'm renovating or I'm having a pool installed, that there's actually sort of this compliance element Mm. That's really important. Very important. Yeah. So um, I, I probably did chat with Donna a little bit about it and what she specifically did. But just for our homeowners, I think we should have a little bit of a clarification about what it actually means. Yeah. Let's let's go through the building certification process. Yeah. Well, as best as we can. As best it's as we very can. complicated. <coughs> it is very complicated. Mm. Um, so as I understand it... Um, in order to do certain, 
and we won't get into that because it's really technical, but certain works, whether it's a new house or some renovations um, or a pool, fencing a pool, there are requirements as to how that thing or how that work has to be um, undertaken, Mm -hmm. you know, by a licensed builder, of course, and we've talked about that, but in accordance with Australian standards, a a national construction code, which is really a guide for how everything goes together, how all of the components work, how you weatherproof something, how you construct something so it's structurally sound and doesn't fall over. Um, Someone has to check that stuff off to Mm. make sure that the end product is compliant, safe, structurally sound, it's functional, it's going to perform in the way that it should perform. Yeah, and someone also needs to check that what's been approved to be built is what is actually built. Mm. So you don't get, for example, an approval to build a house and then all of a sudden a motel (laughs) ends up on the property. (laughs) Like. There's actually yes. there's actually our process and it's the certification proce- process that operates concurrently with the build mm-hmm. that ensures that what the local authority, the council has approved is what's built. Yes, <laughs> yes. And a good example of that, I think, is some of those areas, I think West End is one of them, certain parts of West End, um, for those listeners who are in Brisbane, where it is a requirement, whether you're building but certainly renovating, that you are to maintain... um, A certain aesthetic. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a a facade, Mm -hmm. essentially, Mm -hmm. that you can do, you know, essentially pretty much what you want on the inside of the house, but the external part of the house that you see from the street has to be consistent and comply and there's all standards about that. It also prevents people from building a motel in the middle of a residential area. Yes. Because again, without boring people with technicalities, there are actually lots of different classes of buildings Mm -hmm. and all of them have different requirements. They do, yeah. It's complicated. complicated and that's where the certification process fits in. Mm. It's that process that ensures that level of compliance with yeah. the with the local council requirements mm. that apply at the time. Yeah, mm. as well as the engineering mm-hmm. and the the elements of the build that it's been done properly so that your house doesn't sink, so that your house doesn't fall over, so that if you live in a cyclone area your house is appropriately designed and constructed to withstand a certain level of storm you know, cyclone, mm-hmm. wind, that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I thought we should just cover that. Let's cover it. Yeah. Anything else to add on to that I th- from your perspective? I think uh, given that this is the Owner's Hour, owners hour series, so, mm. you know, it's the content is targeted towards property owners and assisting them in understanding the process. I think the only comment I'd I'd add is sometimes there is a misconception about the role of building certifiers and the certification process. Um, I do hear, um, you know, property owners who feel that building certifiers have a role to play in ensuring there are no defects in mm-hmm. the construction. Yeah, that's um, interesting. And it, it's interesting, and but that's actually not 
the role of the building certifier. Mm. Um, they're not there to walk around a building, a home, new home or a renovation and create a list of defects um, that the builder's required to rectify. Mm. That That's a process that's governed under the building contract with the builder and the legislation administered by the QBCC. Um, the certification process is there to ensure, you know, that the home is built or renovated in accordance with, as we mentioned, local authority standards that mm. apply, building standards, construction code standards, but they're not... The building certifier is not there to ensure the work is free from defects. Mm. And that's a common misconception I hear and see yeah. from property owners. And, you know, quite understandably, if if you're not in the building and construction industry regularly all the time, I certainly don't you know, think that people necessarily need to understand it all. Mm. But that's a common misconception I hear though, yep. that the building certifier is there to police the builder and come up with a list of defects. Mm. That's not their role. Yeah. Uh, if I can just break that down a little bit, mm-hmm. um, certainly the certifier can identify non-compliances mm-hmm. For example, if there's insufficient or inadequate tie-downs in a frame and Mm -hmm. a truss system or if footings haven't been properly – haven't been dug deep enough Mm -hmm. or haven't been um, properly constructed and they're somehow non-compliant, that's certainly their obligation to point that out and and to make sure that the builder rectifies – probably not the best word to use, but addresses that addresses. non-compliance mm-hmm. in order to get the certificate that at the end of the day signs the job off as compliant. The misconception that you just talked about is there are non-compliances. But sometimes non-compliance doesn't mean defective. Mm. If someone has a concern about defective building work, they really need to get a, a, a an independent building inspector to mm. come and look at that stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's – it's. I, I think back to um, not only this series but also our um, Builders Toolbox Tuesday series where sometimes the language um, can get a little bit confusing. You know, for example, we say well, there's a variation to the contract. Well, that has a general meaning, i.e. the contract has somehow changed. Mm-hmm. But it's also a thing that happens under the contract and has a mechanism for it. Similar with defects um, or non-compliances, they kind of in a lot of people's mind probably are the same, but they actually are different. They're different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a, an interesting distinction, I think. It is. It is. It is. And it's complicated, mm. as we talk about with a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the only other point I'd make about certification and building certifiers is that they are also regulated like builders and trades in Queensland. So the Queensland Building and Construction Commission, QBCC, regulates building certifiers. Mm. So building certifiers are required to hold an accreditation. They're required to hold that accreditation with the QBCC. And if there are concerns about whether 
a building certifier has discharged their obligations properly, then the QBCC has the ability to investigate those concerns and, if appropriate, institute a disciplinary process against a building certifier. Mm. That's important to remember too. It is regulated. Yes. Yes, it is. And they're held to a code of conduct. They have a code of conduct. Expected to comply with their statutory obligations. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's certification. That's certification. (laughs) That's a very... Certification 101. It's a very complicated (laughs) area of building construction. It really is. It is interesting though. It is interesting. I um I don't know about you, but probably I, for us lawyers, we're used to breaking down a set of rules and pulling yeah. it apart and picking loopholes and hmm. it's um <laughs> it is technical and and the bits that I did in that area, I really learnt a lot mm. about how buildings actually are meant to go together, meant to come together, and mm. that they're all completely different and yeah, mm. it's pretty cool, bit nerdy, but bit nerdy. <laughs> but that's why we're in this game right yeah that's right sure is (laughs) okay so I think that's a good little um I guess some supplementary bit of information for our owners just following on from our bonus episode with Donna because as I said I realized in retrospect that probably skipped over that and people might have been thinking what what is this certification thing that we're talking about Mm -hmm. so Yeah. yeah thanks for your input on that oh Thanks for yours. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> All right. I know you're still stuck in 2019. <laughs> I, yes. I hate to break it to you, but it's almost 2023. Oh, no. I have a confession to make. Oh, my goodness. Is this being recorded? <laughs> it's not controversial. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I think this statement for me is true now as we're recording this but it will also be true when this gets released into audio world. I'm tired. Mm, yeah. This has been a big year. It's been a big year. It's uh, – I'm a bit done. I'm a bit done <laughs> with 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've still got to catch up a few years, but – Four years behind, it, mate. It's cool. It's cool. Just wrap it up in your Christmas break. Yeah. Um. So – this year, 2022 for Hearthstone Legal was our second year of being open, mm-hmm. which is really exciting. And we launched our podcast. Mm-hmm. So the first round was our Toolbox Tuesdays. We had eight episodes which were targeted towards our builder clients. You weren't with us then. If people listen to them, they'll remember the sweet chocolatey tones of Jesse mm-hmm. talking with me about That's various different me. things. That's not me. Just want to make that clear. <laughs> Although I have had a cold recently. Maybe I've sounded a little bit like Maybe, that. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, pretty sure you l- listened to the episodes I though. Did. So in that, for our builders, we talked about contracts, communication, mm-hmm. which really is a theme that runs through pretty certain every single one of our podcasts. Mm-hmm. We heard from Bob the Building God with our Ten Commandments of Building, mm-hmm. which we might go over again next year um, just to remind people we talked about variations and prime cost and provisional sum items and how those things can cause some difficulty, mm-hmm. you know, cause some problems in, in building. We talked about extensions of time and practical completion again, which is a really big pressure point for people. 
And then we talked builders through the QBCC and what it can and can't do and some decisions that it can make that really impact our builder clients mm-hmm. and what their options are in regard to that. And then our litigation, which was meant to be one podcast, blew out into three. <laughs> Turned into three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was necessary because, I mean, it's a huge thing. So we talked about QBCC reviews. We talked about claims in QCAT and the Magistrates District Supreme Court and we went over some debt recovery mm-hmm. stuff just on a high level to talk people through that. And then we did a wrap up. So that was our toolbox Tuesdays. A lot of information. A lot of information. A lot of information. And then Jesse uh, left the nest and went on a new law adventure. And then you came on board. And then I've come on board. You've come on board. You've, you're now warming the seat. And in our owner's hour... We've talked about kind of similar stuff, I think. Definitely communication. Yes. It's, a, it's a, again, a big, I think it's the connecting um, theme. We talked about contracts. Again, the QBCC, but from our owner's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and what people should do if, unfortunately, it all goes bad. Mm-hmm. I think that's a wrap-up of the owner's hour. Yeah. We covered all of that. And then we had some bonus sessions. So we had our branding guest, Renee Shea. Yes. She's so super cool. She's very cool. I, I really enjoy working with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to do some more work with her in 2023. And then we had um, Donna, our lady, our certification lady, mm-hmm. which was really cool. That's been 2022. That's 2022. Podcasting, office changes, you making me do lots of crazy stuff on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Which I know you absolutely love. Uh, Yeah, I do. Can't wait to do. I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, What have we got coming up for people in 2023? Once you you catch up. Once I catch up to 2023. (laughs) Can someone please, if if you're in, if you're like me, who are still kind of grappling with the fact it's not 2019, if you're with me, can you get in touch with us through our mm. Instagram page or something so I don't feel like I'm all alone? I'm sure this? you're not. Please let us know. I'd I'd, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. Um. So 2023, we've had some conversations about what we're creating in 2023, and the focus will continue to be on adding value and and educating. Mm. Um. Our client segments, homeowners, property owners and builders and tradespeople. Yes. That's something that's really important to us. It is. Um, education is key um, and I, f- I feel we have a really uh, important role as lawyers in that, in that space mm. to educate our clients, potential clients and continue to provide that value. Yes. And so that's certainly going to be a focus for 2023. We've talked about h- how we can deliver that, those edu- the education or the information differently. Mm. And we'll continue with the podcast, of course. Mm. But ooh, we might be, you know, we might be venturing into some visual media. Oh, don't say TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> My kids well, would be so embarrassed if I ever got on TikTok. <laughs> 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 
maybe, oh, maybe, maybe TikTok, maybe not TikTok. Um, I was alluding to more like um, videos, some educational videos. Yeah, or some YouTube stuff. So we're going to become podcasters and YouTubers. YouTubers. Yeah, potentially, possibly. <laughs> possibly. We've talked about it. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Well, mm. yeah. You, mm. <laughs> I'll reserve my (laughs) thoughts about it, but I'm excited about the education part of it Mm -hmm. because I think gone are the days where lawyers have to be the keepers of legal information, you know, in their mahogany books and, (laughs) you know, people have to pay squillions of dollars for even one tiny little sort of bite of information. Obviously, there are some things, a lot of things – that you do need a lawyer for. Oh, a- yes. And that lawyers are best suited to navigate. Mm-hmm. But there are other things that I think if people just knew this stuff from the start, it might either prevent things from happening or make those things less scary when they happen. Yes. A- and I think, and, you know, we'd love to receive some feedback from people about what they've thought about the podcast, any things that they would like to hear us talk about in the podcast, any questions that they have, topics that they might want us to touch on. Um, I think we've really done that is just to break it down and, and say, yes, these things are complicated. Yes, they can be difficult, but it doesn't have to be scary. Mm. Just, let's have a conversation. Let's give you some of the tools that you need to deal with some of this stuff yourself and feel slightly more prepared in the event that something happens. Mm, yeah, and what you're alluding to, <coughs> excuse me, what you're alluding to there, Marty, is also some thoughts we've had around how we can structure the services that we provide mm. um, and do the legal work a bit differently. Yeah, and I am excited about that mm-hmm. um, because one of the things I really wanted to do in starting Hearthstone Legal was do it a bit differently because mm-hmm. um, you still have to give people advice. Oh, yes. But let's try to figure out how to do that in a way that's understandable and received in a way that really suits that particular person's needs. Yeah. And that doesn't always have to be a 10-page lengthy letter of advice with lots of big legal jargon in it. Mm, Latin. Latin. I know you love your Latin turns. <laughs> I love a good Latin. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. 2023 is going to be great. It is going to be great because you will have caught up. Because I will be on board. Yep. The other thing, Kelly, we really need to do is to formally get you on the website. <laughs> yes. You keep hiding and everyone <laughs> sort of knows that you're around, but... We need I'd, to get you on the website. I don't mind being in the shadows. Oh, I know. But, yeah, we've got to get our website developer onto that. Yes. Which at the moment is us. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Should I send you an email? <laughs> yeah, I'll just make a reminder in my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for 2022. Mm-hmm. What are your Christmas plans? Oh, my Christmas plans... I just really like the opportunity to just rest and read. I'm so... (laughs) That sounds like heaven. Can I come to your place and just sit on the couch and do that? Oh, here we go. Sit by the fire. We'll have a hot chocolate. Have a hot chocolate. You don't have to talk to me. I'll just read (laughs) curled up in my PJs. Is that okay? That's what I'll be doing. Oh, so jealous. Mm. I'll probably get woken up at 4am 
by kids who want to open presents and it'll be high on sugar by 6.30 a.m. Brilliant. Good so times. I might have a mimosa or three. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. A mimosa by the fire. Exactly. But I'm excited about having a break as well. Mm. Um, and coming back in 2023, fresh. Ready to go. New ideas, ready to tackle the new year. I'll create the TikTok account over the break, shall oh, I? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put a pin in that one. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you. Oh, I've really enjoyed Owner's Hour. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed Owner's Hour too. Yeah, cool. You're like a legit podcaster now. I'm adding it to the resume. 100%. <laughs> I'm going to add TikToker too. <laughs> I'm going to add YouTuber next year. Influencer. <laughs> Influencer. Lawfluencer. Oh. Did I just coin a term? You did. Oh. Quick trademark it. Patent pending. We'll hashtag that. Does that ever work? I have no idea. We're it's not, not my area of we're law. We're not copyright lawyers. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out. Yep. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you listeners. As we said, any questions, topics, suggestions, feedback, send it through. We'd love to hear it. Um, because we want to provide content that is meaningful and helpful to you. Yes, add value. Yeah, not just us talking, you know, talking some crap on a Thursday. <laughs> Important crap, but, yeah. you know. Yes. <laughs> we want people to be interested. Yeah, yes, interested and engaged. Yes, that's right. That's more <laughs> articulate. <laughs> All right, I'm tired. Let's get out of Let's here. Let's get out of here. All Thank right. you. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Bye.